you for listening to Front Porch Theology. With me today is... Will. And... Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. Heather's back. Heather's back. And you're still singing. Tell Steve Basham, because we talked about it the other day. Oh. Steve Basham missed you. So he hasn't listened to like the last seven episodes. Shots fired. Jeez. Wow. Um, <laughs> a little behind. He um, he said, I'm really sorry. I haven't been listening. I've just been really busy. And I said, well, Steve, I haven't been there like the last two months. And they've yeah. done. And he said, well, when are you starting back? And I said, Monday. And he said, okay, I'll just pick up there. So he's ah. like, I didn't miss much if Heather wasn't there. Uh, you are you are his favorite. Like, hey, which hurts because he's and my dad. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, yeah. First off, I want to say we missed you. And I hope that Steve, you're right. You're talking to Steve. No, no. I, listen, are you talking to Heather? I was talking to Heather. Oh, so Heather, we have missed you. Well, and Dad, happy we've you're... missed you listening <laughs> too. <laughs> I'm happy that you're back from your leave. That was very maternal. Yeah, yeah uh, in yeah. nature. Yes, it wasn't maternity leave. No, no, get out of here. No, no. you gotta make me make my blood pressure grow up talking like that. Yeah, it was not maternity leave. Oh. It, was, Ooh, it was a leave down, that was gosh. maternal. It was, that's right. It was a very maternalistic leave. So, yeah. you know, you all, there's a lot to be said. There's a lot to be said. But, Is there? Oh, Is yeah. There? I made notes. I started making oh notes gosh. as I was listening to your all's <laughs> podcast without me. And I was, you know, I have had just such a good week, and I've considered you all great friends, and I've just um, really. I'm glad to hear that. I, I noticed you said to, our, our podcast about her. I don't remember us doing the episode about Heather. I don't, I don't remember but, this. But, I mean, we did mention you a lot because we missed you. Well, no, I, no. Yeah. So I started taking notes of yeah. things that offended me greatly. In your oh, podcast. that had to be a short list. Oh yeah. I, no, it was long. Okay, um, you all offended you all offended me during Baker's. During Baker's, Baker's what? about With music. The music one. Now, ba- I will say something. Ba- I was very, very impressed with Baker's knowledge of music because it, it's not oh, just. He does for a living. It, well, right. the, I mean, the listeners, I'm, we've got some requests that Baker be the new host, actually. The listeners really like Baker. No, they don't. I wasn't as, as a personality. I wasn't gonna bring that we up. We love Baker, but no. <laughs> <laughs> he can be a guest. The main the main person love, was Baker who requested. I right? would yeah, love for Baker to sit at the table with us. Um, well, so then what, who would run everything? Who who offended? What, what offended you about the music episode? You all talked down about Francesca Bastelli and her song "Holy I, Spirit." I literally Francesca don't even know who that is. What are you talking about? You were like, "Why? Why is she inviting the Holy Spirit in here? Oh, the whenever Holy the Holy Spirit, Spirit oh, should yeah, be in so here already." Here. That song sucks. So that okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Francesca Bastelli sings okay. that. I thought she sang. You know, I got rips in my jeans. Francesca Bastelli. She lost right. her keys. Okay. Yeah, she lost her keys and spilled her coffee and got rips in my jeans. And that's why she's my girl. Couple dents uh, in the then fender the next or something. Like that was devil with a blue song. dress on. Like why? Why would you do that? To why do would what? that be the topic? Devil because, with a blue dress. Because on. I was the devil's advocate, and I would happen to be wearing a blue dress. And then he you was dressed in offended blue. me about women wearing hats in church, and I bought a hat. <laughs> I went that day to Target and bought a hat. All right. So the yeah, why, why did that offend no. you? Why did that offend you? I heard this offended you. That I don't like big hats. I don't see. The, I don't see the the purpose of them. Well, I know the kind of hat you're talking about. Yeah, I'm talking Bill about big Kentucky hats. Bill didn't. <laughs> Bill. Bill, not Bill. Sometimes we call him I, Bill around no, here. Nobody calls me Bill except <laughs> you by mistake. <laughs> Will didn't. You've been going for a long time, <laughs> Bill or whatever, whoever you are. It's Will. Will didn't seem to understand the type of hat you were talking about. So yeah. I just the big Kentucky Derby hat. Yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. I didn't buy one of those hats. I just bought a hat. I, I just, got no problem with hats. I just kind of used that as an excuse to buy a hat, honestly. <laughs> and then the next episode, you're wearing a flamingo hat now. I actually love it, really which is cool. a bold fashion statement. I grew up in a house that had a flamingo room. That's not a joke. 
A room? Yeah, my dad's second wife had a flamingo room. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot to that sentence that that we could go into. We could unpack that, but we're not going to. (laughs) That's a lot. Um, one week you played devil's advocate, which was I unnecessary. Did. Yeah. Right. It was Thank unnecessary. You. We what already have the devil, the devil needs no advocate, Will. <laughs> what was that? That was the one time I was the devil's advocate. <laughs> I don't remember. What was I, that about? I don't know which episode it was. One, Jeremy did by himself and he did good. Like Thank he you. does really good when nobody else like is Paul in the Harvey. room with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> when, I'm no, when no one else can distract. Like he's just looking at the wall, talking to the wall. And yeah. it's great. And the wall minutes, just man. listens. And I don't even think Baker was in the room for that. I, I, I don't think he was. No, Baker was gone. Jeremy away. Yeah, Baker was gone on, on in the wilderness. Remember? That's yeah, right. Jeremy just did it on his own. So um, he was just trying it out, but he a ph- phenomenal job. I think the best one was the relationship podcast. You all did a really good job <gasps> with that. It's because we have a solid relationship. I don't even remember that one. Oh God! Oh, you wouldn't. <laughs> okay. So, so, so I'm excited what we're talking about today. Okay, so we're going to talk about this. What topic. are we talking about today? Oh, God. Because I have no idea. So get, it is the Christmas season. We are in December now. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Xmas. Happy and holidays. To you. <laughs> Happy Kwanzaa and Hanukkah. Kwanzaa's Holiday not for greetings while, to you and yours. Kwanzaa's the twenty sixth. Okay. Yeah. Um. So no, it's we a day are later. Okay, come on, Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> um. And I did. When you all said if Heather was here, she would tell us to settle down. Mm-hmm. I did. I yelled at we my radio now. so much. We know it now. Like we don't I even have to hear it. So, we so know much. when we're out of line. It's true. Um. So the topic um, that comes, or not the topic, um, because this was not really something that uh, the term. I honestly, I'll be honest. I did not hear or know a lot about theology until I started at New Heights. Like there were certain phrases and terms that came up that are that would be considered theological mm-hmm. terms. Um but nobody like ever took the time to explain that, you know, that's um a whole other topic. But um the t- the theological topic of Christology and um it, you hear a, that's pretty much, you know, the life of Christ, the study of the life of Christ. So um with Christmas coming up, um, you hear a lot of terms like deity of Christ, incarnation, um, the virgin birth, um, you know, which uh, leads you into the crucifixion, the resurrection, the ascension. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Um, and I know that I've already said the Christology is the study of Jesus Christ. But um, c- let's go in a little bit deeper. Like what exactly is Christology? Why have we... Is that something like that you all have in your preaching? Like you've just... You know, have you ever brought that topic up, like that specific topic? I know you've talked about all these different. So I think that, um, so I I think, I mean, yes, every, every service, it comes back to Jesus. And I think part of it is even Jesus says the Old Testament's about him. Right. And so the, in fact, the whole Bible is about him. It's about his redemptive plan coming um, into fruition and so even though uh, I think you could, I think a lot of people probably would look at Christology as merely the New Testament. I think you could also, I think you could look at the entire Bible to study Jesus. And so I think we bring it up, I think we, every Sunday, we deal with an aspect of Christ, um, whether it's been in Esther or whether it's been in uh, Mark, um, Old Testament, New Testament, we're studying and learning more about who Jesus is and what he's done. And that's why we worship. That's why we're together, and that's why we're celebrating because of what he's done. And what I th- and what I think is so phenomenal is what his plan has always been. And um, 
and to read that and see the promises of God over and over again be fulfilled and be growing into this climax where Jesus, um, uh, where, where the Lord, um, the, the incarnation, um, we can, there are still promises made that we, that have to deal with Jesus and his return. So um, we can look at past promises to secure us in future promises, but all of it is the study of what Jesus has done, doing, and will continue to do. Yeah, Luke 24, 44 is the verse you were referencing, Jeremy. Um, I know you couldn't remember it, but but I, I remembered the chapter and verse number. Uh, Jesus says to them, uh, the disciples, after his resurrection, uh, he says, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. And so, um, and even like in the book of Acts, when you see them preaching, the uh, New Testament wasn't written yet, so you see the apostles preaching from the Old Testament and they're preaching in a Christological way. They're, they're showing Christ from the Old Testament scriptures and how he fulfilled the Old Testament scriptures. And like we throw around the term a lot. That I think sometimes it falls on deaf ears or we just, it's something we hear a lot so we don't pay attention to what it means when we say gospel-centered a lot, that our church is gospel-centered. And the gospel, of course, is the good news of Jesus. It's this, that, that he uh, lived, that he died according with the, the, the scriptures, that he was buried, and that he was raised. Um, so that's the definition of the gospel that the Bible gives us. And if we're gospel-centered, inherently that means that we're Christ-centered. And so that means that everything that our church does, everything that we study, everything that we do, um, everything has to be kind of seen through the lens of Christology, that, um, that Jesus is central to everything. And so all of our preaching, all of our study, all of our small groups, et cetera, et cetera, it's all centered on Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Okay, great. So um, there's just, I, I mean, I really don't have, I mean, so I never really heard of this term before. Um, mm-hmm. I want you all to know that um, when I told you, you know, when we had discussed me taking um, a little break yeah. um, after um, listening to the first podcast, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to come back. And Those guys need me. They need me. And so I bought this theology handbook um, and I've been reading through it. So that Who was. Wrote it? Um, it's from Joyce Meyer. Uh, right? Joyce, Meyer? Joyce Meyer. T.D. Oh, Jakes. Oh, oh. <laughs> Joel Osteen. It was found in the wall with the money. <laughs> um, can we talk about that? Can we take like a, a very brief rabbit trail? We can, yeah. Let's oh my it. gosh. So Joel Osteen, pastor's the biggest church in America. Like who the heck put the money there? Did he do it and they, he forgot? The church, Does he have an issue? Lake, Life Point, Lake Point, or Lake Wood. What's it know. called? I don't Lake know. Lake Drive. Den of Thieves. Osteen's Church. No, y'all got that. There's a song like Wood Drive about being high. It's okay. Oh, it's, no, I didn't know okay. that. I didn't Nobody. know that. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, so they report $600,000 stolen like years ago. Yeah, yeah. like what happened? Like, and then it, a, a toilet breaks in their massive building. They call in a plumber to fix it, and he finds the six hundred k in the wall. What an honest man. Yeah. Or a dumb man. Well, I mean, you have to be honest. Listen, I know it's sinful, but if I have an opportunity to steal $600,000 from Joel Osteen, I feel like I'm Robin Hood at that point. Is it stealing? (laughs) Because somebody already stole it. Okay, can you steal from a thief? And it's probably been somebody in the church, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's a good – so, yeah, you're you're not wronging the thief. But you're wronging – you're not allowing justice. You're giving money back to the thief. Well, no, but if you steal from a thief, <laughs> you're, 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 you're not you letting justice happen. If you steal from a thief, happen. you are righteous. No, no. Yes. No, you got to let justice happen. You are the vigilante this world needs. <laughs> I feel like I need to like pull out my Batman cape. Look, I'm, in all seriousness, <laughs> yeah. I, I, 
I just uh, I think it's amazing. I think what you're going to find out is Joel Olstein uh, was innocent in this. I don't think he. I don't think. I don't think he is. I think he is a very smart criminal. And so I don't think he would have yeah, put it in I the wall. Yeah, I think he's a false teacher. I don't think. Yeah. I don't really well, think he's, he's the one that put it in the no, wall. No, 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 no. I don't, he didn't put it in the wall. I get. I almost. I think he could have found so much better things to do with that than put it in the stolen, wall. He's First off, he's stolen a lot more money than six hundred thousand. Right. But he's not sticking it in the wall. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That was like. A, that was like a, a some sort of associate pastor's job right there. Yeah. And they were coming back for it. They waited no, too youth long. Pastor youth pastor who did that. They don't. Gosh, you know it. They're usually volunteers. Yeah, that's what that was. Yeah. Well, it was probably anyway, like so, a game at the uh, lock-in that they were supposed to find it. Out the money, it. yeah. So um, Joel okay. Osteen didn't write your theology handbook. Uh, no, I like uh, to buy. Um, we've talked about this company before. You like to it's buy called, good books. <laughs> yeah. I've read a few Joel books back in the day. Oh gosh. Um, Jason and I used to buy them for each other as funny gifts. Um, <laughs> uh, I like to buy uh, some resources from a company called the Daily Grace Company. Mm-hmm. Um, they write Bible studies. Um, like they shout they, out. Th- thank you, Daily Grace Company, mm-hmm. for sponsoring the show today. We appreciate yes. you. Um, I actually had a few people. You know, um, there was a topic that we covered uh, like two months ago, and we were kind of. Um, I don't remember exactly what we were talking about, but it had to do with theology, like a specific uh, theological topic. And um, somebody had mentioned to me, like, I would, they specifically mentioned Jeremy, like his knowledge of it. And you can tell that he's like, he, you know, is passionate about history and he, you know, but it was like all over the place. So, like, they would have had to have been one of those psychopaths that makes a wall. Uh, yeah. Or, like, the FBI, you know how a wall, they've got all these things <laughs> mm-hmm. linking each other. Yeah. So, I actually found this resource. I, I buy a lot of Bible studies off of them um, mm-hmm. because they'll do, like, uh, Bible studies on a specific book of the Bible. Yeah. That's usually what most of theirs are based off of. Yeah. And they came out with a theology handbook. And it's really interesting. And, um, you know, for somebody who doesn't... I do want to know more about theology. I don't know that I have to. You can to. say what you're going to say. Somebody that doesn't want to know about theology. You don't care about being a theologian. But I, but I have to I don't, put but up I with would, it from these two guys well, I do a podcast with. And it's with. not even um, – so this has actually helped me a little bit to, like, understand things a little bit better. Yeah. But I feel like it, like, covers the basics of things to where if I had to have a conversation with somebody other than you all and my husband, that I could mm-hmm. probably hold my own or at least get out my handbook. <laughs> Well, and but like theology matters. Um, it does. People people are afraid of <clears throat> words that end in ology usually. Yeah, and you know, um, so this book, I I really like it, and I'm not. Uh, I mean, I am promoting pr- promoting it probably more so for women because I think women um, have just because of um, stereotypes and the way the the church has been led um, in the last you know in the past, um, women haven't studied theology as much and haven't been encouraged to so talking about new heights um i'm not talking about new heights it feels like you're throwing a little shade no i'm not i mean i i could throw shade but i'm not um (laughs) this has been the only place that i've been encouraged to um get to know but you know it it at the very beginning of it it says the impacts of theology and it goes through um Loving God, loving others, your view of self, your work, goals, finances, agendas, priorities, play, service, motives, spiritual disciplines, like all of these different things are tied into our um, our theological impacts. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just don't know it. Nobody's ever taught us that. It's stuff that we've been doing for a long time, you right. know what I mean? Right. We've just never been told, hey, what you're doing, you know, is... Well, and there's this, it's, it's like a 
systemization of it that um, whereas Christology is a study of Christ, theology is just a study of, of who God is. And that's, you know, we even call our podcast Front Porch Theology. It's right. us talking about who God is and how yeah. he's working in our lives. And But, like, people get so afraid of, like, a, a deeper learning of uh, a structured study of the Word of God and who He is that I've I've heard people say like lots of times like ah theology that just that just brings division we don't, we don't really need theology and uh, just Jesus but but like everyone is a theologian R C Sproul wrote the book uh, called Everyone's a Theologian yeah, he did, and really did. it's like you can deny it all you want but but you have views well, yeah, about it, because God because at some point if these. you're a believer your um those beliefs are going to pour into your relationships. They're going to right. pour into your wor- work, your ethics. They're going to pour into how you tell people about Jesus um, and how you share your faith and share about Jesus. So, like, I don't think people realize that the the every little day things that we do yeah. is theology. It's yeah. Just, well, and if you're content to to not try to try to deepen your understanding of who God is, then your life's going to reflect that. Your, your yeah. devotion, your devotion to Christ is going to reflect that. Your service in your church is going to reflect that. Your discipleship of your family is going to reflect that, so forth and so on, and um, and so yeah, it really begins with a drive to uh, want to know God more. So I and and this is something too, like you know what you just said. I don't think it's necessary. Um, I don't think it's necessary for anybody to have to buy that book so they can know that. Um, well, that you know, maybe, praying falls under this should. theological yeah, maybe they topic. Buy the you know book, what I mean? Well, they're sponsoring our podcast. Well, so I mean, maybe they I should buy enough. the book. I mean, there's enough of us yeah. from this church that buy their products, so don't worry. <laughs> Um, we, uh, I'm they, just were, they were, they, they, they were we don't a sponsor have, at our retreat because we had a lot of giveaways. Yeah. From the we don't have any official sponsors. <laughs> no, I wanted to don't. make that legal statement, but, um, Hey, Daily Grace, if you're listening, we'd like for you we're, to be a we're open to it. We're yeah. extending our hand to the relationship. So I'll take a job, a paid job with you instead of this gig. <laughs> I know that. I know. I know you quit this gig in a heartbeat. You tried to. We <laughs> tried to. We used to into coming back. I had to come back. No. So okay. So um, let's talk. And I'm, we're going to wrap this up probably in like five minutes because there are some other terms. And this is something that people can do on their own. Um, so you know, we've been going through the book of Mark, and we're about we're about done. That we're as we're as about done as you can be without actually being done. There's exactly. One, so at the time of this recording, there is one sermon left. One sermon left, yeah. and um, so I wanted to talk a little bit, and I, I know what you're going to say, but um, so it, you know, each book of the Bible uh, points back to Jesus. Jeremy already said that, and we've um, New Heights has done a phenomenal job of of making sure that every part of the Bible, every piece of Scripture, somehow points back to Jesus. And we'll do that till it snows in Mexico. Yep. Okay, well, that might be this year, so, because, um, you know, it, there's a, a freeze over Hawaii, okay? Oh, whatever. So, settle down. Um, <laughs> I think, I think so we're what good. Is the, Global warming and whatnot. And, yeah. It's going to happen soon, okay? Um, so, what is the Christology of the Gospel of Mark? Like, let's talk about that. Yeah, Mark is a, is a cool, um, a cool uh, like, diorama of Jesus' life, because it gives um, a very... A concise and short, detailed overview of Jesus' ministry, um, to the point that Mark doesn't even um, go into his birth; it doesn't include his birth or yeah. um, really specific details of of the incarnation, but rather just just his ministry, um, his miracles. Mark, uh, as a gospel writer, tends to focus on um, um, Jesus's 
miracles and how that leads into teaching. Uh, Mark focuses on Jesus's preaching um, a lot, and um, and so really like gets at the ministry, what Jesus did. Um, not not just who he was, but Mark gets in the details of what what he actually did um, during his three year ministry, and then of course his crucifixion and resurrection. And rumor has it that it was written to the Gentiles. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, uh, specifically Roman Gentiles. Yeah, I think it's important when reading it. Yeah, so he, yeah, it was written with the with the intent to to go to the the geographical area of Rome and then um, and then be uh, dispersed from there. And yeah, it does. It does have a more of a non-Jewish kind of flair to it, um, and that's, I think that's why you don't see a lot of the detail that you see, for example, in Matthew. Um, even when we've been preaching through Mark, you can almost all of the things in Mark are paralleled in Matthew, but Matthew puts way more of the Jewish detail in it, um, and so it's it's helpful to have uh, kind of these different viewpoints of the same narrative and the same story of Christ but um, but yeah so the the Christology of Mark is is really showing um, who Jesus was and what he did for us okay so are we um, the next few weeks will we, will we be um, doing more will our liturgy be changed and we'll be doing more of like the advent oh yeah yep. okay. you um, just wait church is going to be amazing it's going to be my kind of christmas yep okay well i'm, um, I'm just going to say this so will we you be... should probably get a dig out of your closet that old charlotte hornets starter jacket mm. that you have mm. okay and because we're we're hitting psalms of the 90s oh okay i'm ready psalm 96 i like the 90s. psalm 97 psalm 98 mm. psalm 90 Three, I think. Stronger than truth right there. They all start with nine, and they're all fantastic psalms because the Lord wrote them. Okay. All right, so... That was my series pitch for Advent. Oh, that was good. You did good. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I love Advent. Um, okay, so um, for any of our listeners who, um, you know, if you would like to dig in a little more on um, the theological topic of Christology, you know, some terms that you can kind of look up and look into and i'm sure that either of our pastors um would be happy to take phone calls from you at 10 o'clock at night to answer these questions yeah, of, jeremy um, would love that deity of the on the deity of christ incarnation hypostatic union i know that i butcher these terms no, that, like, was, that was perfect yeah. um and you know um a question that we'll ask some other time, where did Christ go uh, between his death and the resurrection? So that was a question that I had in there. So, Well, if you're, you curious, close out if you're that? curious about that, there is a sermon on our app about what? that. Yeah, that covers that exact thing. When so, was that? What? That was yesterday. You're kidding. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, so listen, I tried yesterday after church to watch the church service. I'm being serious with you all. So I taught yeah. the kindergarten first grade class yeah. yesterday. So I we have we have two smart TVs in my house, and I yeah. could not get it to play upstairs. So like I was running, and nobody else was home but me and the air babe. And I was running up and down the steps trying to see which TV it was on because I could hear you, but I could not find you. And then I just gave up because wow. it was too much, that and I was like out a of spiritual breath. experience. It was something. It was something. So, yeah. um, okay, guys, it was good to be back with you all. Thanks for keeping it afloat while I was gone. And um, thanks for listening, listeners. We'll see you next week. Only we won't see you because we never see you.